0: Yo, yo, what's up? Episode 27 of an orange and blue thing. That's Darren Meenan. What up? I'm Brian Ernie. It is June 29th, and the Mets are 35 and 42, which is not so good. No, it's not good, but you know what? Over that stretch, you were spot on. You said 9-9. Nine and nine. I was. So I pat, was. pat on the back for you. Thank you very much. I said Eleven said 11-7. So. <laughs> well, uh, you know, um, I'm not happy to be right. But uh, we're going to take you up right up to first pitch, 7-10 on SNY. It's Seth Lugo for the Mets going for another series win. They they did have that series sweep in San Francisco, so it would be two in a row. It would be nice. Against Jose Ureña, um, we'll take you right up to when the booth takes over. So, what up? besides
1: throwing my back out on Monday. Actually, it's been out for like over a week. I don't know if I talked about it last week. Cheers to you for enduring some of the... And I'm back. uh... I didn't drink last week. I know. I wanted to be nice and healthy for the Brooklyn Cyclones outing, and that went all right.
0: Uh, (laughs) I think everybody did just fine at the Cyclones outing.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to Greg in a little bit from the Cyclones. He's going to join us to talk about the softball charity event that we've been kind of talking about for a few episodes now. He's from the Cyclones. He's going to tell us all about it. He's been organizing the whole thing with us. So uh, we're going to have him on. But I talked to him about the open bar. We're not going to divulge their numbers, but we went through quite a bit of
0: kegs. Quite quite a lot of kegs. <laughs> Many kegs. <laughs>
1: yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. And with in the back there, the um you know, the Brooklyn backyard was awesome. Like the picnic tables, there Excellent. was Like the little slide area if you have, you know, your kids with you or actually adults go that go down the yeah, slides as well.
0: I liked it like like Rocky had his daughter there and stuff like that and she was having like a great time yeah, totally and, and, family and, uh, friendly. And Brad had Wesley there, so it was like
1: A lot of shade too, which was good. Exactly. You know, for the kids and for the old the old ones, they like to be in the shade and you know, us too, you know. I needed the shade. I'm very fair skinned. Yeah, totally. You meet, sip some beers, get in the shade, and have a good night. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. Unfortunately, Cyclones lost. But
2: you yeah. know,
1: we talked about that last week. It wasn't as much about the wins and losses when you're going to the Cyclones game. You know, you want to see them win. You want to see the future stars. I and mean, we, we had some chance going for Jose out there. Yep, and uh, it was a good time.
0: It was a good time. I was so impressed with your wrestling prowess in the bleachers.
1: That was towards the end of the game. Uh, the, the game was over before the fireworks were going on, and there was a couple guys in, in our group doing, um, what is that, some running water over there? I think so. Uh, we're in my basement. We're little, about to upgrade. No, no big deal. Upgrade. Um, oh, yeah, we are moving soon. But anyway, so, yeah, they were doing their wrestling thing, and I was pretending to do one of those things behind
0: one I of the necks, it. but whatever. That's good. Wrestling's still kind of. Uh, well, still, yeah. you had fun with it. No, it was cool. I think that uh, everybody's convinced we can convert you, but, you know. No, hell
1: no. And uh, if you're not watching this live, uh, we're both rocking our tank tops. Tonight I've got the Stars and Stripes because this is our last show before the long weekend, 4th of July. Hopefully you guys are doing something fun out there. Are you closing on Monday? No, we're open. You're open on Monday. Yeah, we have the sale. We have a warehouse sale. We are moving. I don't know if you've been po- yeah. following along on our on our social media, but we did sign the lease. I did go to check up on the warehouse this past Tuesday, and we have a whole bunch of stuff discounted right now on the site. So if you go to the7line.com and um, click on the top of the site, there's a, a, a banner that says moving sale. Just click that. It'll tell you what's on sale, like three pages worth of stuff. So Yeah. Not a cool. good deals. twenty five percent off. So if you use the code "moving on up," it'll discount anything that's in that collection. And if you spend over eighty bucks, it's free shipping. So we definitely have to go to work on Monday because people are shopping. Yeah,
0: it, but it's like a, it's a little fugazi the way, way the holiday falls because you got Tuesday off.
1: Well, blame the calendar.
0: You know, I'm not. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that I'm working on Monday as well. But yeah. I'm just saying that it's 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 a golden opportunity if you have some vacation days. Well, shoes working one day next week. A lot of
1: people have like one day yeah. that they got because he's going to St. Louis with us. So like yes. we're gonna work uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're flying. We're going to do the show Thursday night, and then I'm flying out Friday morning for cool. St. Louis. So, a cool. lot going on. Is Kelly coming to St. Louis? Yeah, of course. Oh, nice. She's been to the baby's been to like I know. ten ballparks so far. Oh, She's crazy. a little over two years old. So it's excellent. It's a family affair. Uh, besides that, did you see the umpire that saved a woman's life the other day? I did see that. How insane is that? Crazy. I've been I've walked over that bridge. I don't know if you've been to Pittsburgh before. I haven't. I was supposed to go like four bridges right across from the ballpark that brings you over to the other side. It's,
0: and... it's it's such a beautiful stadium. I was supposed to go to Pittsburgh in two thousand three um and like right at the end of that terrible season where they lost I don't know like 96 games or whatever and there were like flash floods in Pittsburgh that weekend, and we were just like, nah, screw it. You know, it's, it was literally like the second to last week of the year. The Jets were on, so we were like, ah, we'll yeah, just yeah. watch the Jets instead. And, but I'm dying to get there because it's so gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. Everybody I went there
1: twice already. Days. But the, um, yeah, so the story is the one of the umpires was going out for a daily run, exercising before the game, was running over the bridge, saw a woman jump over the railing, and she was holding on, and he walks over. He's like, hey, are you all right? Like, what are you doing? And totally talked her off the ledge, you know. And saved her life. That's unbelievable. So, and then he went to umpire the game right after that. That's so, crazy. That reminds me If you want to read about of, uh... it, just, uh, his name is uh, John Tumpane. Tumpane? Tupan? I don't know if I'm butchering that, but shout out to him. Save someone's life and then go, go to work after that. So I'm sure his
0: blood was, you know... His, his blood pressure uh, was probably through geez, the roof. Yeah. I bet. Uh, that reminds me of when Peter Gammons, did you hear that story with Peter? Peter Gammons had, I think a stroke or, or a few or something, some kind of issue like six or seven years back. And, and it just, so he had pulled over to the side of the road. He wasn't feeling well. And, Some woman just so happened to come up to him and be like, hey, are you okay? Otherwise, he was like he was alone. He would have just been dead. It's it's crazy. It's crazy how stuff like that happens, little guardian angels. That that is crazy.
1: We did talk about this before we went live. If you're watching the live show and you want this helmet, this is the giveaway on Sunday at City Field, the uh, batting practice helmet. And it also comes with a sheet of stickers. So if you have a favorite number, a favorite player, you can customize the helmet. We're going to give it away for free to one person that's watching the live show that wants to share this on their Facebook wall. Just tell your friends you're watching Orange and Blue Thing. Before we turn this thing off, we will select somebody at random. Uh, if we know you, if we don't know you, if we know you, it's not rigged. It's it, Our friends, we have good friends. They share the show. So I was going
0: to say, that that's what always happens. We were talking about that on Saturday. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's, we're, not, we're not fixing this thing. It right, just, right, right. just so happens that our viewers yeah. are our friends. So exactly.
1: Yeah, so uh, share the show if you want the helmet. We'll select somebody. I'll mail this out to you tomorrow. So uh, what's
0: going on besides that? I think we need to talk about the uh, the elephant in St. Lucie, which is the fast rising through the ranks Oh, Tebow? Tebow. I'm pumped up on Tebow, man. I love it, man. Good for him. Good
1: for him. You know what it is? I, we talked about this during the offseason. We said... What's it hurting? And it's and you brought the numbers up if you want to talk about it. Yeah, Uh, Tebow. Actually, the Tebow mania is real. And I I wrote something the other day before he actually hit his home run, uh, his first first at bat yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Tebow mania in Florida is a real thing. But I think anywhere he plays, it's a real thing, which the numbers are actually, you know, spot on with that. But also, if he comes to New York, someone's like, well, they're not going to downgrade him now that he's playing in in St. Lucie to send him to Brooklyn. But to get him closer to New York, let's say the Mets are on the road, they know they're going to bring him up. Maybe in September, they'll have him play a game or two in Brooklyn, get some ticket sales out of it. And this it is a business, you know what I mean? They sure. want to put butts in the seats and um, sell merchandise. So to get people in the Tebow in the building, the Tebow effect is real.
0: The Tebow effect is real. And uh, JJ Cooper over at Baseball America wrote a really nice piece um, expressing just how much. So this is from an infographic. Uh, the lead. Um, before the lead of the story that says Tim Tebow brings in an estimated uh, extra 2,591 fans per game. When the fireflies were on the road, um, at an estimated $22 spent per fan, that means Tebow has brought in an additional $1.6 million in revenue just for other teams in the league. So that's just insane. And, and you, you know, it goes on, the, the article goes on to talk about how not only is the immediate revenue bump so valuable to the league and to the, the interest in Columbia or wherever these other towns, but also it's invaluable for the ticket guys you know somebody like Greg who is looking to have a big database of names that they can call on to if you came out for a Columbia Fireflies game just to see Tim Tebow and you live 10 minutes from the stadium or whatever and you had a great time great you know what they'll call you next year and say hey you know why don't you come out five game plan yeah, it's yeah. cheap it's great for the family and, and that's invaluable for a minor league team so um, everybody's really cynical about this thing I, I just don't see the harm the man is a fantastic human being So far be it for me to deny this guy uh, his, you know, his Let's play a voicemail
1: from a fan, actually. It's Tebow-related. We're going to jump around. The uh, voicemail section is later in the show. We do have a phone number now, so if you didn't catch it last week, we'll tell you about it in a little bit during that segment. But we did get a Tebow voicemail. Let's play it now since it's relevant.
0: Hey, guys. It's Brew down in Florida. I wanted to get your opinion
1: on what seems to be the hot topic of the week. Uh, Tim Tebow, I've got a few opinions on the matter, but I'm going to try to keep this short for you. I'd like to know if you guys think he's good enough for the call or if this is what I think it is, which is just basically marketing. Because realistically, if I came to you and I said I had a guy that was batting 220, had 69 strikeouts in 64 games, and seven errors as an outfielder, would you tell me to call him up or would you say he needs a bit more time at Columbia? All right, thanks, guys. So that point is correct. You know, if it was another player, then he might not get the call. So the the argument from some people is he's taking someone else's spot. But from a business standpoint, the other person that they're, if he's taking someone else's spot, they'll eventually move up the ranks as well. So Look, it's, he's, he's
0: not really taking anyone's. Spot. He's not he's not blocking future major leaguers. Right, right. You know that's for sure. And I got to be honest with you: if you have the capability, I've said this before, you have the capability to increase. Uh, teams in the leagues revenue by one point six million dollars. If you have the capability to sell jerseys and be the top jersey seller in major league baseball without even sniffing the major leagues yet, guess what? You get the opportunity over yes. some schlub who doesn't. Absolutely. It's this is this isn't, you know <laughs> this, this isn't a charity. This is a for profit business. Um, so whatever good for Tim Tebow, I'm all for Tim Tebow and, and not to mention the fact that in a world where we have nothing, we're bombarded with nothing but negative news and negativity and all this, I don't understand why everybody's against Tim Tebow who couldn't be a better human being.
1: And I like when people turn it up a notch, like, like, uh, Charlie, Charlie's got the Tebow t-shirt. So like he wears it and be like, ah, oh, right, screw team. People. He's like, Screw you! Yeah, I'm, seriously. I'm, you know what? I'm, and I'm I'm a fan of the underdog story. So you know what? If he comes up and watch, watch him at a home run at Citi Field. It, it would be great. <laughs> yeah. It would be great. It'll go in the Hall of Fame.
0: I mean, he's shown that he has some power. Yeah. I mean, it's not like okay. So if he hit 220 whatever i mean i i it just doesn't i I'm, i don't know it well, just it's crazy doesn't if you could
1: me. do something two times two out of ten times it's, it stinks if you do it three out of ten times it's awesome you know what i
0: mean so it's like there's such a fine line there with batting averages but just doesn't bother me man i'm telling you i know a lot of guys who would have loved the shot that tebow got and like i said if anyone would buy their replica jerseys in droves then they would have gotten that shot too so it is what it is
1: absolutely so before about an hour or two ago um let me just say this really okay. quickly
0: leon uh in the comments how isn't he blocking other players he's not blocking guys if you if you're good enough you're not going to be blocked by tim tebow you're just not i'm sorry like i like i don't know any other way to say that if you are good enough to be a major league baseball player you are head and shoulders better than people at single a like i don't understand how that doesn't resonate with people if you are gonna you don't know, Albert Pujols in Double A, he jumped right from Double A to the majors. You know, it's like you're not. I I just don't get the disconnect that like if there's no David Wright down there that's not getting a shot because Tim Tebow's on the roster, it's more likely the guys who are going to play in a league like mine who are going to wash out in a couple of years that aren't. they know that maybe they don't get their shot. And I'm sorry, but like like I said, it's a business. So when those guys you know, have this massive following, they can get the shot over Tim Tebow. Right. I I don't know why that's a big deal.
1: So the Atlanta Braves DFA'd Bartolo Colon
0: about two hours ago, right?
1: So Twitter's jumping like crazy. They want Bartolo back. And we actually got a voicemail from a fella about an hour ago that wants our opinion on it. So let me pull that up here. Hey, guys. Mike from Peekskill, New York. Question of the day. Bartolo Colon designated for assignment. Do the Mets bring back. Big sexy.
0: Big sexy. What do you think? Oh, um, what, what the hell?
2: <laughs> I, I mean, why not, right? I think there's a lot of
1: factors in that. Well, you know, I, I pissed off some Mets fans that live in Atlanta. I said the reason why he's playing so poorly is because Atlanta's a dump. And, uh, you know, he's just homesick. And uh, not that uh, not that New York was his home. You know, he's bounced around the league numerous times. And obviously, uh, he only had a few short years in New York, but he was beloved by the fan base. And he's big sexy. And he was winning ballgames, hitting home runs. And, um... Well, the fans look. loved them. So it depends on a lot of things. Like if they let him go, I, I don't really know exactly. They, wasn't 12 and dollars. They, they offered him for the one year contract.
0: I, yeah, I think he if signed for eat, a one year, $12 million. If they
1: eat that, which they're not going to do, but if they eat that and we get him on the cheap, fuck it, bring him back.
0: Um, let's look a little bit more behind the numbers. The K's per nine are pretty much in line with what he did in 2014 and 15 with the Mets. It's 6.01. It was 6.29 last year is 6.72 the year before that. Um, yeah I don't know. i'm i'm looking uh oh it was actually 6.01 2016 but it's 6 this year so he's striking out the same amount of guys he's walking more guys and i think that might be a byproduct of the fact that that new stadium is a bandbox. box i mean any fly ball seems like it goes out there so I mean yeah sure I mean why not w- what can be the harm I, everybody said how good of a mentor he was when he was here he, he
1: held this place together when everyone else was falling by the wayside and you know what like he was injured a few weeks ago um, but whatever he's back he's playing I don't know how healthy he is but if it's an extra arm and he can eat some innings up and you know help this rotation because we, we are bruised and battered because Salmon was down you know a couple nights ago as well so we'll get to the injuries in a little bit but bringing him back I don't think it's a bad idea if he doesn't have it doesn't have it
0: the one Indicator that I always like to look at is BABIP because it's batting average on balls in play. Normally, if you're getting a very high BABIP, it's normally indicative of the fact that you're getting a little unlucky or you're playing in a in a big hitters park. 360 this year for Bartolo Colon; it was 291 last year, so um, that's a massive jump, which would seem to suggest to me that maybe he could come back and, and improve a little bit more towards the mean. So um, where Gasolman just went down, sure, if it's not going to cost you anything, bring him all in back.
1: So, we did put up a poll on the Seven Lines account, not the Orange Boothing account, but the Seven Line account about an hour ago. A quick poll for tonight's Orange Boothing. Bring back Cologne. Yes or no. And uh, over 1,500 people voted.
0: 74% said yes. So, you mentioned before we went on the air, you think it it could be an attendance thing. Oh,
1: yeah. Same Tebow thing. You know what I mean? It's it's the kind of thing where if you're going to put butts in the seat, even if it's only one or two nights, because, like, who knows, um, you know the State of the Mets and the state of the ballpark, and the people aren't banging down the doors to try to buy tickets right now for City Field. But if Bart's back, I'm gonna go, yeah, you know I'd what I mean. So it's the kind of thing you know, it's it's almost like when, when remember when Harvey Day was like the biggest freaking thing, you couldn't you didn't want to miss yeah. a Harvey Day? It's like it, 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 it's not Good gonna times. be, it's like, yeah, it's not gonna be like that really. But um, I think the first couple games, people are gonna be like, Oh, I want to go see Bart pitch, you know, I'd
0: go, see, I'd go see Bart pitch, you know, in his first game back. So, yeah, not? it's not like they don't need starting pitching because they do. Right, so, right, right. So
1: um, we did talk about the injuries there for a second with Kesselman. The uh, I think the the tweet of the week or the tweet, tweet of the year would have to be Ronnie. Ronnie yeah. in the booth the other night, yeah. disgusted. So I'm going to play that now, and then we'll get to the uh, poll that I put up this morning. All right. The trainers and gets them in a room with some of the old trainers and people that took care of baseball players and how to keep them healthy. And get them in a room and try to tap into some of their knowledge on how you train baseball players not weightlifters not six pack wearers baseball players they're doing a disservice to their million dollar athletes that they're paying. It's a joke to watch this happen each and every night. So that wasn't really, uh, you know, I said Tweet of the Week, but that was tweeted out by the S&Y account. And, um, you know, Ronnie hit the nail on the head. And it's rare. It's not that, not that the booth are such homers, but it's rare to hear guys that work for the team or work for the network uh, say stuff like that, but he, you know, he's just only he's just saying what everyone else is thinking, and he's right. These guys are not weightlifters, and they have to look at the training and figure out some kind of plan, uh, because what's going on right now in Queens is not working. Yeah. Um, and we've been saying that since the off season when we were looking at videos. I keep saying um, leg Press a truck, Yoannis Cespedes, and these guys trying to put on muscle, muscle, eat bowls of doom and eat venison and bulk up and throw balls harder. You don't need that. Someone in the comments on Facebook a couple of days ago said. We need to hire Ichiro to come in and explain explain what he he's been doing for decades to stay healthy. You know, um, mm. I spoke with someone last night. I was picking up some food for the family. Uh, some guy I know that's a Mets fan. And he's like, you know what? These guys are are hitting the hitting the the weight room so hard that obviously something is wrong. There's a team. He, I think he said the Rockies. My, they all they're all doing like hot yoga.
0: Yeah, and um, it's working. I mean, I, you certainly need more flexibility. I don't. I think there's going to be. There's got to be some kind of tipping point here. Did you hear the John Rico last night? I did see that. Oh, are kidding me? What's he supposed to say? I know, I know.
1: But I had the clip here. It's just too long, and, and he was kind of mumbling there for a little bit. But the uh, reporters talked to assistant GM John Rico last night in the in the the dugout before the game, and they asked him about the injuries and specifically Barwis and the methods and the way that they trained down at Spring training. Mm-hmm. They said, is it too much? And he said, no, not really. We're happy with Barwis. And he's turned a couple guys around like Flores and um, – Um, Dom Smith have both become better players because of that training Mm -hmm. but it's been like a decade now before Barwis that there's been an epidemic of injuries in Queens and I don't think it's bad luck I think that something is wrong and I don't know if it's the training or whatnot but we did ask uh, the fans what they thought put up a poll this morning and said poll for tonight's show who's to blame for the epidemic of Mets injuries there was four options the front office the training staff Barwis or bad luck. Uh, the training staff won with 58% of the vote. Second was bad luck. Third was Barwis. And last was the front office. So it's actually, you know, the front office is probably happy about this. It's it's rare that they're not blamed for something in in Queens.
0: But the number one here is the training staff. They're not going to be happy in a second. Why, because of you? Because I'm going to start on the front office a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Well, here's what I say about the front office. Look. Injuries happen. They're they're part of baseball. I actually saw my grandmother talking about my, my roto league team, and yes, it is ravaged by injury, but and happy anniversary. It's my grandparents' sixtieth wedding anniversary today. Oh yeah, you said that. Isn't Congratulations. that Congratulations. Isn't that crazy? Sixty years? Anyway, that's not the point. What the point is is that there is a serious disconnect between how this team handles injuries, how they present them to the press, and the reality of the situation. I mean, When Sandy Alderson got hired, it felt like the grownups were in charge. I'll never forget it because it was like, great. No more putting Ryan Church on a plane when he has a concussion and flying him out to Colorado or whatever. and No more of that stuff. Um, But now it seems like that's. Gone by the wayside, and in the day of the ten DL, which I know is new, and teams need to get control of it. But you mentioned we were talking off air about Syndergaard, and because the first option we were we were debating whether we were the first option this morning, right. and I
1: said, can we blame the players? Because yeah. I think that Syndergaard's injury, I don't think the team was telling him bulk up, throw harder, eat venison, get be, be more of a badass Thor. You know what I mean? But that perfect, was more of his persona.
0: The perfect example, though, is he with, has himself to blame for that. With one. Syndergaard, though. Why can't the front office say, look, 10-day DL, that's two starts. Maybe. Maybe it's two starts. Probably one. Go on the DL. Can I cut you off for one
1: second? Sure. Someone in the comments just wrote, you guys lost me as a seven-line member with all the T-bone nonsense. Peace. I keep keep
0: going. Later. We're all about the fun. See you later. Whatever. I, it's fine. I totally made, got you off your rant there for a second. Whatever. Are, you want me to rant on that guy instead? <laughs> uh, the, the, the point of the, the strict point of the matter <laughs> is simply that uh, there is something systemically wrong in, in this organization about the way they handle injuries. And Sandy Alderson and John Rico and All those guys don't get a pass. They don't. I I understand it's bad luck. I understand the training staff is weird. I understand Barris makes him throw kegs in the snow or whatever the hell he's doing over there. But at the same time, one, you have to communicate to your fan base what's going on accurately and, and responsibly. And two, and that's where Jay Horowitz and his staff should come in. And two, you have to... Make decisions. You have to be a grown-up. You can't let a 26-year-old guy decide whether he's going to take an MRI or not. You can't yeah. decide. You, know, you can't. That's why I was saying it's partially his fault. So, I mean, that's how I feel about that.
1: So we are going to move along. We do have a bit of a structured show tonight because there is a game tonight at 7 o'clock. So we are going to get Greg on uh, from the Cyclones on the line. But I, I put together a little edit from this week weekend at the uh, Cyclones outing. So let's play that now. Get Greg on the line. Sit tight, guys.
0: What's up, guys? Episode twenty-seven in an Orange and Blue thing. I'm Brian Ernie. That's Darren Mead. What up? We're here at MCU Park for our little outing here, and uh, let's do this. Let's go, Cyclones. No sleep a <laughs> Beautiful afternoon. It's a
1: BS.
0: How's, How's it going? He Keith Blacknick, aka Media Goon, there's more than one first pitch, so how does that work? Well I, uh, I donated to uh, Chai Lifeline, I actually won the first pitch package. the so Nelson Figueroa? Nelson Figueroa and David Mazou. And uh, I just I found out that Seven Lines thrown out today, so I tried to piggyback on so that we, we have two members thrown out today.
1: Alright, and uh, how many miles per hour is your pitch going to be? 20. How fast Hi. is your pitch going to be?
0: <laughs> I'm here for emotional support. <laughs> what are you here for? I'm just here for the booze, man. Once again, our Grand Slam <laughs> package winner, Keith blackhead. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is Andy. Andy won uh, the first pitch contest with the Seven Line Army. You're going to toss out the first pitch today. Are you nervous? A little bit, but I'm ready. You practice at all?
0: I practiced yesterday. Alright, good. good luck.
1: Thank you. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, from the Seven Line Army, Andy Siegel. Let's go, Andy.
0: Are you in charge of the Seven Line yes.
2: Army? Yes. the uh, people? I met a bunch of your friends before. They're
0: super fun. How
1: long have you been working for the Cyclones?
0: This is my first
1: year. I'm a senator. Oh, really? Yep. You're doing a great job. Thank
0: you. We're going to suggest
1: you get an upgrade, a raise, and a permanent position here at <laughs> the
0: Cyclones. Thank you. Thank you. Right, cool. It's the Seven light Outing. We're here at FCU
2: Park, and we're ready to rock and roll. In here, what you want? <laughs> on, Work it, work it, work it, work it.
1: So much fun! We uh, are definitely going to be doing that more often. And you know what? It is the the package we got like the ticket, the T shirt, the beers, the food, all that. They do that every weekend.
0: I know. I that's saw every that. Saturday. I saw that. Good for them, man. Yeah,
1: we're going to try to get Greg on the line here. We're
0: having a little technical difficulties, um, but that's okay. I'll we'll talk about Brooklyn. It's my first outing ever away from City Field, so that was fun for me. And I still actually have a voucher in my wallet that I found this afternoon for I think. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, for, for uh, you know, for food or something like that. So,
1: all right. So we got uh, Greg Conway here, the director of ticketing from the Brooklyn Cyclones. Greg is uh, helping us organize the charity softball event on September 30th at MCU Park. So Greg's here to tell us all about it. What's up, man? Not much. What's going on, guys? Oh, I love the little view behind you. you yeah, got the, it's good. You got this. Yeah. You got the new uh, roller coaster and all that stuff. That's cool. Tried to get a good angle over here
2: so you guys could see stadium. Yeah, you know, of course, it's perfect. Jump back there, you
0: know. there you We had a great time out there Saturday, man.
2: Yeah, it looked awesome. I mean, eight hundred strong. Um, looked like you guys enjoyed the party. Um, <laughs> went through, uh, you know, a small amount of booze. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal any numbers, but uh, it was a good a good time all around. You yeah, know, I hope you guys looked awesome.
1: I hope you guys made money. Yeah,
2: you know, uh, I mean, we <laughs> had you guys out here. We'll, we'll deal
0: with that afterwards. But, <laughs> we tested uh, the limits, huh? You know, nice, nice. Build the relationship, and
2: hopefully, we make it, you know, eight hundred uh, a little more every year. Yeah, of course. Um, we, we like we, everyone went also Had an awesome time. Yeah, the
1: stars just didn't align last year for us to get out there, but it'd be great to do an annual thing as, as long as the schedule works out. So let's talk yeah, about absolutely. let's talk about the softball event. So September thirtieth, we've been talking about it a lot on the show, and a lot of people that are watching this right now are very interested in trying to join. Um, can you explain a little bit on that?
2: Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I got me and Darren have been talking for, uh, you know, a few weeks now, maybe a little over a month, um, and trying to get this set up, and I think we finally got it going. Um, so we're going to do it September 30th here at MCU Park. Um, it'll be a charity softball game. Um, the charity we're still uh, working on, uh, but we'll tie it to a charity, get some funds going back to them. Um, we're going to do a 16-team tournament. Uh, it'll be a single elimination tournament, so uh, each team's guaranteed one game win and move on, lose and go home or enjoy the rest of the day watching some softball. That's awesome. Um, so we'll do the 16 teams. It's going to be 500 per team. Um, we'll have rosters of about, uh, 10 to 13 people. So minimum of 10, maximum of thir- uh, 13. Um, mandatory three females on the roster. Um, so the 500 will include the guaranteed one game. Uh, every member of the team will get a team T-shirt. Uh, you know, we'll make up uh, different colored shirts with numbers on the back for everyone on the team. So each team will be represented by that. Um, you'll also receive a, a voucher that's good for like a hamburger hot dog and a soft drink. Um, so while you're playing, uh, if you're waiting around, you can eat in between. If you lose, you can eat while you're watching. Um, and then we'll also include uh, everyone that's playing for with a Cyclones ticket um, to come back to another game this year. That's um, crazy. If you can't make it. Give it to someone; they can come check out the park.
1: Yeah, I did. The, I did the math, and it ends up being if you have 13 people on team, it's under 40 bucks, and you get all that, get to play on the field, and then come back to watch another another game, which is crazy. And uh, I know that we were talking about this as well to try to get uh, fans that want to spectate. So if you if you want to just come and watch, you don't have to play. You can you can come and watch as well, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll sell tickets to the event like it's a like it's a regular game. Uh, it'll be a ten dollar ticket. Uh, a portion of the ticket will go back to charity, uh, whatever charity we decide on. Um, and then also that will include a, a ticket back to a Cyclones game. So for $10, bucks, you are buying a, a ticket to watch the softball tournament um, and then also come back for another Cyclones game. That's so, insane. I don't uh, know how you guys yeah. make
1: any money with all these crazy deals you give us.
2: Yo, know, we're family-friendly and trying not to be too
1: expensive. So. No, that's awesome. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. We recommend going, you know, Cyclones games, Ducks, Ducks games, anywhere that's just fun and, and family-oriented in baseball. Just baseball in general is fun.
0: So. Yeah, well, I have to say that was my first time out at MCU uh, on Saturday, and I had a great time. I love that place now. Yeah, it's awesome. I'll definitely go out there a couple times this summer.
1: We had a great time. Yeah, it's so, it's the, a good uh, setting,
2: you know. I mean, the ball players, you don't know what you're getting. Um, but, you know, we try and keep it, you know, besides baseball with in between it and contests, themes, giveaways, stuff like that. So we keep it entertaining.
1: Yeah, and your giveaways are awesome. So, now we're, we're super excited about that. And, and how can they register? Because I know, like, I don't know how many teams of people that are excited to do this, but like you were talking about, and when we kind of insinuated on a few episodes ago, you can't join as an individual, you have to join as a team. So the way that you're going to do it is that there's going to be registrations, right? Is that how you want to do it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what we're going to do is you'll register as a team. Uh, we'll set up a page on our website um, whenever we determine the registration. will probably be sometime in July. Uh, we'll do like a 48-hour window where teams can register. Uh, they'll go on the page on the website, put in all their information, um, their team information, um, and then we'll put on like a, a hold on the credit card as you'll put in. Um, only be charged if you end up winning the raffle. Um, I'm sure we're going to get more than 16 entries. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, you know, after that 48-hour window, We'll basically just throw darts and see which team names get picked um, cool. and have the 16 teams involved. Um, and then after that, you know, we'll take the deposit and everything for the roster. Um, and the ones that don't get selected will just uh, – the card won't be, won't be issued. It'll be a secure site, um, you know, so everything will be good. It'll be right through our website, so we'll have all the information. Um, and we'll do it that way. I think that's the fairest way, um, you know, assuming we're going to have obviously more than 16 entries and teams that want to play. So, um, you know, a lot of drawing and if you get picked – awesome if you don't you can come out and still watch or try and grab on with another team who's maybe short a player or two
1: that's great man it sounds like a great deal and you know anything for charity and anything that's fun and a reason to be at the ballpark is always nice so uh for 38 bucks a piece if you do have the 13 players you can't beat that so you guys have a game
2: tonight no we actually have a uh a softball all-star game going. i was gonna say i hear some guys taking
1: swings behind you i
2: I walked i walked outside and was ready to go on home plate and that got nicked so i'm trying to move down the line (laughs) and not get hit over here hey Greg, let um, but, me
0: ask let me ask you a question as as a yeah. as a player in hopefully a player in the tournament do you are, are we allowed to wear molded cleats or or are we do we have to wear sneakers
2: um, no you're allowed molded cleats All right. um, you know part of the tournament uh, will supply the balls and the umpires um, other than that each team will be responsible for their own so you know bring your own bats and gloves and, and you know cleats, turfs uh, whatever you decide to wear for footwear but uh, we'll supply the balls we'll supply the umpires I got some umpires coming down um, so we'll we'll supply that in but everything else you know you guys will bring your own gear um, mm. I'm sure each team will be flashed out and whatever they can to show off yeah, um, yeah but yeah molded cleats are molded cleats are fine turf shoes are fine once we get everything finalized to put up on the website and stuff uh, I'll have like a list of do's and don'ts and and how to do everything so um, everything's pretty clear mm. but
1: all right, man. So sounds fun. I hope, I hope that it becomes an annual thing. I know we talked about getting a trophy made, like some kind of cup would be cool. Maybe we can engrave the names of the winners on the outside. But uh, something that I want to throw into that also, I said that I spoke to. I, we talked about it on the show. The winning team, I think, if we do this as an annual thing, they get to play next year for free. So if, if we try yeah. to try to do something like that to keep people coming back each year, it should be a fun time. So that's nice you to do for our yeah. team. Oh, for our team, yeah, yeah. I'm paying for our <laughs> team's entry for next year. So uh,
2: yeah. So we'll it's a, have the trophy. Uh, I got uh, already in talks to get a trophy set up. Awesome. Um, so we'll have that set up. We're gonna do, um, you know, we'll play two games at a time in each corner of the outfield, so we can, you know, not be here for 15 hours. Um, and then we'll play the semifinals and championship game. will be on the main diamond. Cool. Cool. Um, so, and then we'll uh, we'll expand that uh, to probably five innings, so we can, uh, you know, really get a good winner out of it. Awesome. Um, so if you if you make it far enough, you'll we'll be playing on the main diamond. Um, for a trophy,
1: so awesome, man! So thanks, sure. thanks for your time. Good luck this season out at the Cyclones. Can't can't wait to work more with you, uh, you know, down the road. And uh, really looking forward to this uh, this event. So thanks a lot. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. That, thanks for having me on, guys.
0: No problem. Have a oh, going, Greg. Thanks, Greg. All
2: right. Take care, guys.
0: Greg Conway, uh, director of ticketing at the Brooklyn Cyclones. That's awesome, man. I am. I'm, so, I'm pumped I'm up. I'm
1: so excited about that.
0: Pumped up for Team Two. Sweet. Gonna. <laughs> drill it man i can't wait i was talking to a couple of our guys are we going to have uh practice oh we should have practice yeah absolutely <laughs> i need to practice hitting softballs again man it's... i think i get this back better
1: i went to this i went to the uh, monday like uh, i don't want to sound like a little sissy here but i was it's actually no, that, no i this was is like not in a sissy thing this is um what? you know I, it's been bothering me for years and like you know, you see how what we do out there with the, with the jumps and yep. trying to dig and trying to ride. I'm always rushed for time, so I'll go outside and have like ten seriously ten minutes to ride before I'm doing this or whatever. I don't stretch it to go. I go out and ride, and then my back got thrown you know, through my back out. So Monday morning. Kelly was going to Sesame Place for a couple days with the baby, and I'm standing, like, trying to just even put my socks on. I felt like I was getting freaking stabbed in the back. So I went Monday, got x-rays. He showed me what it looks like. It's not good. Like, the L5 S1 down the bottom is kind of a mess. So um, no riding for me for a little bit. But he, he doesn't recommend... Did you see what I put on Twitter? He doesn't recommend uh, pain medication. He says it just masks it, and then you end up yes. doing what you want to do, and you get hurt again. So he said he does recommend Jack Daniels, though. So I, I don't drink Jack, so I hit some vodka on Monday. But
0: All right. That sounds good. Um, we're going to get to some voicemails. Yeah, we are. We are.
1: Because not that we're running oh, out I, of time. Oh, that's what I was going
0: to tell you. Yoga. It's time.
1: I'm going to start doing yoga. Yeah. Uh, Kelly goes almost every day, so I'm going to start doing that as well. I mean, why not? All right. Here we go.
2: Hey, Darren and Brian. This is James and Katie from the Brooklyn Cyclones game tonight. Our question is, what do you think the Mets are going to do? We know they're going to sell a lot of players, but who specifically do you think they're going to get rid of and who has the most value? Thank you very much. We love you.
1: You like that, right? Little yes. We love you at the end. I met sweet. them at the outing. They said that they wanted to send some questions, and awesome. uh, they fired some off. But, the yeah, last week the Mets actually, I think it was on Friday or so, mm-hmm. the Mets came out and said to someone in the, in the press that they were already talking about being sellers. So, um, their question is who they're going to sell off first? And I think whoever's whoever has the most value,
0: which right now is Granderson. I was going to say, who do you think it is? Granderson, Scott. You be. think so? Yeah, right now. I mean, I know he's hot right now. Right, right, but right, right. Um, I actually think the guy with the most value might be Addison Reed.
1: Yeah, maybe. Because I don't know. I
0: just feel like well, think about how winning teams have kind of built themselves, right? I mean, the Cubs traded for Aldis Chapman last year at the end of the year uh, at the trade deadline and and he kind of got them across the finish line. The the Royals beat us in in the World Series with a dominant bullpen and uh and you know, not much starting pitching to speak of. So, I think Addison's going to fetch a pretty decent return and that's fine. I think um Lucas Duda will be valuable, especially to a team like the Yankees I know uh uh Louie talked about that last week. He left us a voicemail on that. And, um, and that's sort of been around that's made the rounds in the New York media. So, I mean, the Mets have a lot of decent pieces that they can sell off. I think the guy with the least amount of trade value is the guy who's requested the trade. We'll get to that one in a second.
1: But let's play hypothetical here because we like to do that. Um, Mets win tonight. That'll be two series in a row. Mm-hmm. They sweep the Phillies and then they take two or three from the Nationals. Are they still dead in the water or do no. they have a shot?
0: They're not dead in the water. So then. then, after that, do you are you still sellers? I think you. I think you have to look at every possible option. I think if you remember two thousand and four, when they technically were buyers, they were only six games out of first place. That's when they made the Scott Casimir trade. Um, they did a, a, a few things that they thought were going to set them up for a run. They weren't really in it. You know what I mean? They they can't fool themselves. But they're only eight games behind the lost column, behind the Rockies. Right now, so if they go on that little run you just said, which is what, a sweep of the Phillies, which is three. Three more. Two, and then two, two or out three. of three. Then from, I mean, that's five out of the next six, which then would be. Then we go to St.
1: Louis after that.
0: Okay, but five out of the next six combined with, let's say, they take tonight, which would be seven out of the next. Six out of seven. Seven out of nine, right? Right, 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 right. And then the three, so that would be 10 of 12. I mean, if you go 10 and two uh, uh, up until St. Louis, you you're sort of back in it.
1: Yeah, and we're going to be there, so they're definitely going to win at the outing, too. So there you go. No problem.
0: What up, guys? It's Adam. So while playing second base, Cabrera's been batting five hundred with a .579 on-base percentage and an .813 slugging percentage, as well His fielding numbers have skyrocketed. Do you guys think, if he can keep it up, that he rescinds his trade request? Terry Collins last night, when asked about him at second, said, oh, he could play second. And clearly he's been much better at second. Thanks, guys. Let's go, Mets.
1: I think it actually came out today that he did take it
0: back. He said to someone, oh, I didn't mean I wanted to be traded. He couldn't have been more. Should. He yeah. should. I mean, uh, this was the most ridiculous thing I had ever Yeah, heard. we didn't touch on that in the
1: jump. But, oh. ser- but the whole thing with he did say to reporters is someone said, does that mean that you want to be traded?
0: He says, yeah, I think that's the best right now. He said, I have a family to think about. Does he realize he gets paid no matter what position he plays? Right, right, right. So, I mean, that, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> it's obviously a pride thing. And look.
1: I it's get a small it. sample size. That was Adam, actually Adam from the warehouse yes. that sent that one. He he uh, he says he, he he wasn't sure if he was allowed to send questions. that of course, but anyway, uh, it's a small sample size. He doesn't have many games at second, but you know over the past you know week. He hasn't been too poor out there. But, you know, once Walker comes back, who knows what's going to happen. So if Walker comes back and they bring up Rosario and they still got Reyes, then there's, there's a, a decision to be made. But- Look,
0: it's obviously a pride thing for his Drubal Cabrera. I know what it means to be Venezuelan and be a shortstop. You know what I mean? He wears 13 for a reason. That's a it's a big point of pride, especially in that country. Um, I get it. That being said, he is not a good shortstop anymore. There's no other way to say it. Um I just think it's ridiculous to say I'm not good at this position anymore, but still I want to to play it. Um, I'm just looking up, just for the sake of it, uh, his defensive run saved at second base and zero so far. But, I mean, like you said, it's a small sample size, 33 innings. I mean, you look at the defensive run saved, which whether you want to give the metric any kind of weight or not, At shortstop, negative 7 last year, negative 10 this year. When you're costing your team 17 runs over the span of, what is this, uh, You know, almost 1,500 innings, guess what? You don't get to decide where you play anymore. Right, right,
1: right. And I was saying the other day, you should be happy he's playing at all at this point, you know what I mean? So it's the kind of thing where if if he's in the lineup, you just, you know, I I think it's weird because someone someone, uh, said to me, is he not being a team player? But I understand that team player, I think, is more of a, a thing when it's our team, you and your guys, or you and your little league, or you and your school, that's more of a team player thing. A lot of these guys, this is a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why he brought up the whole family thing. So it's like, maybe he doesn't really care as much about that, but you know, once you put your, your your foot down and say stuff like that to the media, to the rest of the guys in the clubhouse, that's probably not a good look.
0: It's not a good look, and that is the worst thing you can do is become a distraction in Major League Clubhouse and pull down the mood, and that's what not being a team player is at the Major League level. So. Cheerio! This is Sean from New Jersey. My question is that there's been talk of the Mets playing a game in London as soon as
1: potentially next year. If that were to happen, would we see the Seven Line have its first international outing? Uh, that's all. Love the show, guys. Bye. Absolutely. Yup. How could we not? How could we not go? Do we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, you know, it's the kind of thing we talked about this before, and I'm not exactly sure if it would be a home game or an, a home, gay, <laughs> <a> home <laughs> game, and a home game or an away game. So I don't know who would be selling the tickets, but um, absolutely, if there's a game in London, how could we not freaking go? I, it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to drag you on a plane. No, play. no, no.
0: I'm going. You're in. Oh, I love London. I yeah. love London. I
1: went there. Um, I was in England when the Mets clinched in 2006. Yes. So checking
0: I, on your T-Mobile Sidekick.
1: I, yeah, I unfortunately was not in attendance at Shea Stadium. It's one of those things I regret, but I had a great time out there in London. But um, it's yeah, a great, if, beautiful. City. If they're playing there, we have to be there. It's, oh, it's yeah. not a question. Yep, absolutely. Boom. Hey, this is Joe Hernandez uh, from Queens. Uh,
2: got a question for you guys. Uh, what do you think on David Wright? If, if he doesn't resume his playing career and decides to retire, or he can't play and forced retire. I think there's a chance to become a coach for the Mets? Some kind of coach, possibly a manager one day.
1: Uh, just like to hear your uh, opinion on that. Uh, have a good night. Good day. Thanks. Bye. I think absolutely. I don't know if it's going to be immediately, but a guy like him that if his career is going to be cut short, I think that he has so much baseball in his blood, I don't think he's going to be able to just walk away.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And he's got a lot of baseball left in him. I hope so. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that when it w- – what I would say is this. I don't want to pull the plug on David Wright because I still want to see David Wright play baseball. If he so chooses that that's the more prudent avenue for him to explore, then I hope he gets into coaching because the game needs more guys like David Wright in it. Mm-hmm. Fair.
1: I agree with all that. All right. Hey guys,
0: this is uh, J.P. from Charlotte, North Carolina. I've been a lifelong Mets fan, and I'm about ready to uh, start on my sleeve, and I'm wanting to get it decked out in you know New York stuff,
2: the seven line. And obviously our Mets. I was wondering if you guys could give me any advice on any artists that are particularly good um, at at Mets-related tattoos. Thanks a lot, guys, and let's go Mets.
1: I wouldn't be able to say that there's people that are better at Mets tattoos or not. I think it's you're good or you're not. Correct. And uh, good chat. Good tattoos aren't cheap and cheap tattoos aren't good. Correct. Uh, unless you're getting it from a friend who usually charges X amount of hundreds of dollars an hour. Well, we should, tell, um, we should
0: call out, we should shout out our artists. I mean,
1: mine's like 10 years old. Like, my, my whole yeah. Met, Met stuff, I started yeah. in 2006. So, who did yours? Uh, Eric Zabrowski, Long Island. Man look him up. Um, but you know as far as Mets I mean I've seen people get Mets tattoos from a guy that's doesn't even watch baseball.
0: Right, exactly. So well I my really... my guy doesn't watch baseball. Yeah. So Dan over in uh, Liberty Tattoo Company in Smithtown that's who did mine that's who does all my work and uh uh actually he just called me while we were on the show. Yeah, yeah I get my grandfather wants to go in so I got to book my grandpa an appointment. That's awesome. And I got to get back in there too. Um, but look, you know, it, the bottom line is have kind of a loose idea like of what you want and I went, let I went in with a folder yeah, of stuff. See, that's the whole thing. I went
1: in with like 20 different photos for reference and said, I don't really know what I want, exactly. but I'm going to leave it up to you. You draw all this stuff. Let I want artist, all of this yes, in there.
0: Exactly. Let the artist lay it out the best way. That's what they do. You wouldn't go into a an HVAC guy and be like, hey, I'm really thinking the vent should go here. And I'm thinking like, if you run the line this way, like, no, like that's not that's not how it and goes. Since this
1: is when people say, oh, how many Mets tattoos do you have? I say one because it's one, one. arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of it was actually <laughs> <one>. <laughs> laid out. Uh, for the shape of your—I mean, I'm not—I'm certainly not jacked by any means, but I used to go to the gym a lot more often. So, like, on certain parts that he actually drew, mm-hmm. it was to sh- it was like the form of my arm. So, like, a lot of it's actually freehand. So, um, you know what it is—we're not going to do a tattoo show here, but, um, my advice to someone on any any kind of tattoo you want—never go to someone who is sitting in a tattoo shop twiddling their thumbs. If they don't have a waiting list and some kind of deposit uh system set up, don't go to them. Yep. If people aren't like trying to make appointments to go see this person don't go you girl. don't want to so walk really into
0: it. a like a chain and just it's like, very
1: very rare you get a walk-in tattoo that's good
0: exactly especially for a i have a couple of walk-in tattoos and they're they're not that great <laughs> this one is this one which i will say is uh is a walk-in tattoo and it's 10 years old now so but i mean this is just old english but that's letters. pretty basic yeah but you're not it's gonna... it's like you can freaking feel yeah, it's like it's, you could feel it. You could see the it. The guy it had, they, I had drilled me to death. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no bueno. So, uh, But do what you want to do. Like, on mine, I, I knew I wanted to do visual elements that I that I connected with for the stadium. So, like, that's why there's no overt Mets. Like, there's no, like, Mets script or NY or whatever. But you know it's a Mets tattoo if you see it. So Right, totally.
2: Hey, guys. This is uh, Eric from San Francisco, California, formerly of Port Washington, New York. Uh, with Sandy all but admitting that the Mets are going to be sellers over the next couple of weeks, and uh, with the youth movement on the way, with the potential for Rosario and potentially Smith getting called up, uh, how far away do you think the Mets are from playoff and or World Series contention? Uh, the pitching's been pretty fragile, and it seems like there's going to be a brand new team next year, so just curious your thoughts on how far away you think we are from getting back to, uh, getting back to the playoffs. Thanks, guys, and as always, let's go Mets.
0: We, we can We can answer this but it's
1: just specky. I mean, it's just, it, it's a crapshoot because look how long it took to get back after,
0: you know, until 2015. So right. who knows what's going to happen? I actually think they're close. Like, I think, I don't think that, this we, is thought a,
1: that we thought going into the season, it, well, was it you know Yeah. I mean? But, but
0: I, I actually don't think that, um, I don't think this is a full rebuild. I think it's a tweaking around the edges. Like if you look at the team as it's currently constructed, I think their window is over. But then a lot of the, problems solve themselves you put rosario at short and dom smith at first your defense is infinitely better um you know you have young team controlled guys filling out two spots you have more money to spend even with the arbitration raises to the guys that you're going to have to pay you still should have some money to upgrade either a catcher or a third base and Wright's going to have to figure out what he's going to do so actually i think with pitching and with health Um, I don't think that the wind I I, I liken this to like a 2012 Red Sox or a 2016 Astros, where like it's a regression year, but it's not the end of the window. And I think a lot of the consternation of Mets fans has always been that it always feels like the window is gapingly wide open. Like in 2006, it was like new dynasty, Mets dynasty, or like the team in the time, right? Exactly. And then it's like 07, 08, and then it fell apart. And then same thing with 2015. It's like, well, we'll get right back there next year. And then you know you got it's a wild card game and now this year is this year so and it even goes back further with the with the 86 team not fully living up to potential um and only winning the one world championship or even the Seaver era where they got to the world series two times in four years and it, it closed on them quickly and it turns into grant's tomb at Chase at, uh, at stadium so i think that's a kind of a big issue for mets fans and, and it's why a lot of people feel this anxiousness about this season yeah but i don't think the window is closed I, I think it's very much open
1: so we are going to start doing a thing called uh caller of the week or voicemail of the week, I don't know, it doesn't really have a name yet, but a couple of days ago I did write on Twitter that we are going to select one of the voicemails or vo- you know questions we get that will be the call of the week or the whatever. Mm-hmm. So um I'm going to play that in a second. So this guy is the winner. I didn't play it for you yet, but the, uh, the question is a good one. It's a hypothetical, and we like hypotheticals over here. So let me play that. Love if you want it. to give us a call next week, it's 631-760-7722. It's 24 hours a day. It's free. It's a voicemail service. You're not going to be waking us up in the middle of the night. Just yeah. leave us a voicemail about whatever, Mets or whatever, and we'll try to get it get it on the next next week's show. So let's play this, this uh, caller of the week. What's going on, guys? Johnny Fever from Staten Island, New York. You guys are building a fictitious baseball team, and you're going to use three characters from a movie to start that team up. Who are you going to be? Who are you going to choose? I'm going to start it off with this. I'm going to use
2: Lelouch from Baltimore, Rick Vaughn from Major League. And I think I'm going to go with Amanda Werger from Bad News Bears. Who would you guys choose?
0: This is great.
1: All right, so full, you know, full honesty. I did send this question to you prior yes. to today, Twire. To, 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 to Prior to the show, just so you can get prepared, um, I did Photoshop my people. Okay, just so I, you know, so I can't change my answer. I want you to go first, and then oh, yeah. we'll compare. So you go first. You You're three right. players.
0: I have, I have three. So I'm gonna start straight up defense up the middle. You got to go, Dottie Hinson from League of Their Own. Is that one of yours? Keep going. All right, that's one of that's mine because she's dominant player. She played a big defensive position. She's a catcher. And you know Gina Davis, she's got you know it's fine. <laughs> so I, I go Dottie like straight up first pick. Then I'm going Billy Chappell for love of the game because I like the grit. I like the uh, I like that he stayed with one team his whole career. I, I I dig that thing that so I feel like you know if I'm gonna take any Kevin Costner baseball movie guy, I, I'll go him over anybody else. So Billy Chappell for love of the game, and then I feel like if I have a good hitting catcher and a pitcher like I need to get some offense so strictly for the fun in the clubhouse I got to go Pedro Serrano from Major League <laughs> so that's mine so I'll go Dottie Hinson Billy Chapel, Pedro Serrano
1: and right, I have different reasons but I also did pick Dottie here so let me pull up my little Photoshop so uh here are mine let me move over a little bit so I picked Dottie as well Benny the Jet and Kelly Leak from Bad News Bears I like that Kenny uh Kenny Kelly Leak Little badass kid smoking cigarettes, riding dirt bikes out in the outfield. And the reason why I picked these three guys is not is different than the the up the middle that you said. Donnie Hinson. I, I like that they're all team players and leaders. Donnie did leave her team, but she came back and and when Yeah, it but I feel but... I
0: feel like I feel like there's no like, and they're all about know. the inclusion, like how we Bill, are, Bill Pullman's not going to war anymore.
1: Right. They had to bring they had to bring Kelly Leak and and, and reel him in and, and tone him back, but he was a team player. You know, when the going got tough he had his players backs and he was the only kid on the team sitting there smoking cigarettes, drinking beers and he had his players right. backs. Um, but you know, Benny Jett, totally inclusive. Dottie Hinson, totally inclusive.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, oh, you mean okay?
1: I catch you. I thought you meant. Oh no, I, like, can't, I I g- I thought you meant for like quota. Pers- no, no, no. He's like you know, is is the the new kid wants to play baseball, no, no. but he doesn't have a glove. He's like, Here's I, got glove. You, I got you. I got you. I don't you. have a hat. Here's a hat. You, I got you. So it's you know, those are my guys. Okay, Pally I Leak, Dottie Dottie Hinson, and Benny, Benny the Jet. I
0: I would be remiss to say that I would have put Jake Taylor on this, but I mean you know I already got the catcher. You know, right, I got right, Dottie. Right, right. See, if I knew you would were picking her, I would have gone. On with Jake behind the dig, that's why I
1: didn't want to talk about it because I wanted to make sure that who would you know, you ma- it, who would it, manage
0: it, though. Um, that's tough. butter maker. Oh, <laughs> I'm going. Uh, you got to go, Lou Brown. I don't know. I like Buddy Maker. Dude, Lou Brown got the most out of that Indians team.
1: <laughs> All right. So I didn't write this guy's name down, but I am going to. We have everyone's phone numbers now when they leave a
0: voicemail. Uh, that's dangerous.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to call this guy back and tell him that he, if he's not listening, that he is the. For,
0: for caller of the week, we should just randomly call them one day <laughs> and just, get them on the line. Just get them right now. Just get them on the line and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's up?
1: All right. So we skipped past this before, but uh, we did talk about uh, Tebow hitting his home run. So that is the clip of the week. Fannies in the seats and Love balls it. over the wall. Love it. How about that? So uh, we, uh, we did talk about the Seattle
0: outing. Yes.
1: Seattle is a, is a month from today.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: I can't wait. So uh, we sold 1,000 tickets to the game, and we were coming up with T-shirt ideas. I put something on Twitter. Let me pull up the tweet here that said, uh, Working on T-shirts for the Seven Line Army Seattle outing in July. Any slogan ideas? If we use yours, you'll get two free tickets. And this guy, at Confort Goat replied, maybe something like Queen's Court to rival King Felix Group, which is the uh, the King's Court. Yeah. So we use that. So if uh, Confort Goat wants to come to the game, I'll send him two free tickets. Look at that, Confort Goat. Him or her. And here's the shirt. So nice. I don't know if the stars will align and King Felix will be pitching that day, but that would be freaking awesome because we are directly opposite them. I don't know if I can point on the uh, screen here, but this is the T-shirt. If you're listening afterwards, it says Queens court, July 29th, 2017, Seattle, Washington, the seven line army, our logo, the Mets logo. Um, looks good. So we are going to print those shirts over, I think tomorrow and start shipping next week. Like you were saying, are we going to go to work on Monday? Yes, we are Monday and Wednesday. Hopefully get it out before we leave for St. Louis. Uh, can Fort goat, I'll send you a direct message later. And if you're interested in coming to two tickets on me, and I, I really hope that he's pitching. He's not even pitching that great this year, King Felix. No, up he's been here.
0: banged up and stuff. He's really started to uh, hit his uh, decline, which is a shame because he's so electric. But uh,
1: You can't really see it here. Well, kind of. Over here, where I'm sitting, is the Kings Court. And the other side, right behind Brian, over there, is where, like we're, this? Is where we're sitting. We're so. expecting a <laughs>
0: slight front moving in from the northwest region. and. <laughs> I don't know how those guys do it. But
1: anyway, we'd be directly opposite them across the across the ballpark. So I really hope it works out. So Confort, Goat, thanks to the idea. Again, here's the shirt, Queens Court. Excited to get out there. We are going to take a few um, Facebook questions if and we can. We're running out of time here.
0: Don't forget to share the show if you want to win the batting helmet, which we will do in a little while. A couple moments. But we're open for questions, folks. So if you got them, smoke them. Um, yeah, just send, them, send, them, <laughs> send it through. And uh, let's do this thing. I saw one question from Rallyman over. She, he was asking. This is our
1: first rally Another rally yeah. man free. He didn't rally call man, the number. No.
0: Maybe he emailed. Um, I don't know. Uh, We're going oh, to try to keep the
1: voicemails on one location now. So if you don't mind, call us next week, Rallyman.
0: Uh, uh, Cheryl just quickly asked. Uh, Cheryl Solomon asked what time would softball start? Or oh, early.
1: I think the gates will open at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then first game would be 9 o'clock. So you get in there, get your T-shirt, uh, Stretch. Uh, So you don't throw your back out like me. And
0: then, um, yeah,
1: first game will be at nine.
0: Jim Bork wants to know, for me, what's the most surprising move the Jets have or haven't made this offseason and who starts? I assume he means a quarterback. Dude, honestly, the fact that that team hasn't signed Colin Kaepernick just proves that the NFL is a bunch of jackasses, and so is Woody Johnson. And that team, that team, that organization can just go fly a kite. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about the Jets right now. Um, I saw Rally Man asked my mom, who's trolling around in the comments somewhere, that <laughs> that how did she react to my first tattoo? Which she reacted just fine. She was like really skeptical of it, but when I, I my first tattoo was a walk in tattoo. What's your first, first tattoo? I got it covered. Oh, did With the, you? With the sleeve. This is my yeah. first tattoo on my back. So. Oh, really? Yeah, hold on. I got a tattoo on my ass. Oh, uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> that's I mean, that's my first tattoo. Oh, yeah. Like the, the, my, baseball, my baseball number on my back. So, like... Your first tattoos are usually not a good it's one. It's usually your worst. But this one has, actually isn't that bad. But I had to go, like, three times. Every time I went, they were busy. And I was just going to, like, this one shop right around the corner from me. She was fine. She was, like, skeptical. But she helped me, like, rub the aquaphor in. I was 20. So, you know, I was living yeah. at home. And she helped me rub the aquaphor in and, <laughs> and put the, the, you know, the all that stuff. The
1: sternum sucks, man. This whole...
0: Yeah, it's like... It's, it's arm,
1: like the... Bre- you know when they try to wake someone up and yeah, they're not... Right yeah, you yeah, like yeah. rub that. It's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Imagine getting that blasted with a needle I don't, I don't want to. I thought hours.
0: this was the worst, the top of the bicep. Well, I don't have anything on my chest.
1: So, the butt hurt more than the chest. <laughs> we don't... I, I've heard
0: that story. We're not going to go there. Um, let's see. Uh... What's your favorite outing since the beginning, Stephen? Brian wants I'll leave that to you. We
1: talked about that a couple of times. I think there would be it would be wrong to not admit that the first one was awesome uh, because it set the tone for everything. We you know we, we just so coincidentally we were there for Ari Dickey's twentieth win. Uh, Five hundred and sixty fans bought tickets on a whim on a weekday for a team not making the playoffs, and that turned into what it is now. So I think the first one has to be up there, and then Bartolo's home run. I think
0: uh florida brew wants to know did i get my tickets for the islanders coliseum game which by the way i copped you one just in case you want to go um yes i did and we're three sections away from each other brew so i'm in like 124 row one so we're right by each other you're gonna have to tailgate with us hang out with us um i know you asked about a pregame spot when you're at the coliseum when you're at the collie man you're at the old barn you tailgate so come up to my truck we'll have it uh and the other barn,
1: the boardy barn we got to work out a date where we go this year um, you have to. We talk, yeah. I talked to Kelly about right. it. Her family's going to be in town. We'll we'll get some cool. babysitters and, Let's and do it. Yeah. get it done.
0: Uh, Pittsburgh John wants to know, Samoa Joe, does he have a chance against Brock Lesnar or not? It se- certainly seems like he does. I mean, I've been shocked the way they've been building that. I know you're not into it, but I've been shocked the way they've been building that. So good for Samoa Joe. I hope they run with this thing because it's actually been really, really interesting um let's see <laughs> we're not invading a Starbucks um let's see uh Mish asked about Bartolo if we they can get him back to I, Mish joined late but yeah we both think why not on Bartolo um favorite Mets player of all time Kevin uh Gogger I guess I, I hate this question I get it asked
1: I don't I don't really do Q&A's anymore but you can go in a second I used to do a Q&A like once a week when I was sitting around bored on the, on the yeah. couch watching a game or whatever and I would say you know ask me whatever and people always ask who's your favorite player but I think it's generational. Oh, go for it, Cookie Kid. Um,
0: I'm not my beer, if one.
1: <laughs> I think that every every decade, I feel like I have a different favorite. I don't think I have an all-time favorite, but do you? Have yeah, we talked th- about this before? I don't
0: know. I guess it's Piazza. I guess.
1: I mean, Piazza's up there for me. I like Daryl Strawberry, and you know, I I feel like Reyes was one of my favorites. Reyes you know I mean? and Wright are both my. F- yeah, it's both. tough. It's a really tough. I
0: love. Um, I mean, I love Jerez Familia. I do. Um, I love Cespedes and. I don't know. I got, whatever. I mean,
2: <laughs>
0: a lot of guys, Kevin. A the lot of guys. The time question is a tough one, man. Um, we got a
1: question. I'm not going to play it, but we got a question that said, uh, if we could pick one Mets team to win in a fight – what was the question? One met's team to win in like a, a balls to the wall fight, like anchorman style. Which team would win? And he's like, well, is 86 the obvious answer? You know what it is? Like, they don't fight anymore. They're a bunch of, bunch of softies. <laughs> they, they, they don't fight anymore. So I think that if there was one team that was, you know, took no shit, it would be the 86 team, obviously.
0: Here's a good one because I think it speaks to a larger issue. Emmanuel Rodriguez wants to know do you guys feel that MLB should retire Roberto Clemente's number 21 all around? I am not in favor of honestly, of any league-wide retired numbers.
1: So you don't even like 42? I, I actually. Mean, it's too thought, late now. But. I thought
0: it was nice that people could wear 42 as a tribute to Jackie as opposed to – and I hate what they do on Jackie Robinson Day with the everybody wears 42. I hate that. It drives me nuts. So um, I don't think so. I think it's great, for, especially for Puerto Rican players that come and, and play in Major League Baseball to be able to wear 21 in honor of um, of Roberto and, and I, so I'm not into it. Um, it's, it was a big hockey thing. So that, uh, this year that was 66. Oh yeah. And we should mention Darren brings us up. Um, we so have in
1: the comments, we, we had it written down and uh, we did, it's, it's and, wrong of us to forget.
0: Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously the passing of Anthony young, uh, happened, you know, yesterday and, and, uh, you know, we talked about it on the show when he first got diagnosed and the news kind of came out. Um, it seemed as though Anthony Young was one of the most gracious and uh, and kind people that a lot of these, you know, you see his ex teammates have ever played with. Ron Darling had great things to say about on the telecast yesterday. Lenny Harris had been tweeting out the news. I know they're close, so. Um, it's, it's a terrible loss at, you know, at 51. I mean, that's, that's too young. And, uh, so, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with his family and, uh, and we hope they find peace, but my
1: apologies too. We did actually have it right now. We We should have talked about that earlier, but, um,
0: yeah. What can
1: you say about that? Horrible situation. And, um, thoughts and prayers to his family and friends and everyone involved in the Mets organization took a huge hit. Um, you know, it was the kind of thing where we spoke about it. I, I don't know how many episodes ago, but you were at the game when he won after the 27 straight. It was losses. the
0: second, it was the second to last loss. And people talking like, about it, like winning. 26. It's like the
1: Mets won the world series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When, when he broke, when he broke it, it really yeah. was. Um, Anthony Cass wants to know who I hate more the Knicks or the Rangers. I don't really hate the Knicks. Um, I just laugh at the Knicks. Uh, I hate the Rangers more than any team, including the Yankees. Um, all right, so we got to give away this helmet, and yeah. then we'll get to the Mets game because
1: it's already getting a little late here. So this is the giveaway. <laughs> this Sunday at Citi Field, this is the giveaway. Uh, why if- are you laughing? Oh.
0: <laughs> like, why are you laughing at me? If
1: you're going to the game, you'll be getting this helmet with this tr- uh, this trusty sticker sheet here. Uh, pick out your favorite number, your favorite player, throw it on the helmet. Stop. Uh, stop. Um, we don't know them.
0: Sean. Sean, Sean Cope. Cope. So Sean Cope is a plumber at Prestige Plumbing, and has one mutual friend. one mutual me. friend, which is Rally
1: Man, <laughs> with me. With me, one mutual friend. All right, so Sean Cope, you're the winner of the helmet. So if you can't make it out to City Field this weekend, um, Sean is the winner. But if you want the helmet, go to City Field and pick it up.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna email our whatever. To yeah, this. send
1: him a message. Yeah. Find out his address and all that good stuff. So episode twenty seven in the books. Mets are about to go live on SNY. We got Lugo on the bump. Hopefully going for two out of three down in Miami. Win another series. That's what it's all about. Get back to Citi Field tomorrow night against the Phillies. Who uh, I hope we can win the series against them. If we can't, we're even more trouble than we thought. But anything else you want to say, buddy?
0: I, it doesn't really matter. You're gonna say something else anyway. I don't know. Is there really anything else to say? Uh, what else Fourth is of July there to coming say? up? What are you going to do for 4th of July?
1: I'm going to your house on Saturday. That's true. Um, or maybe I'll back out to get you back for back in Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> we invited, invited uh, Brian to the beach the other day. And he I, I
0: was supposed to come, and then the baby's nap was all messed up, and he fell asleep on me <laughs> for two hours. And so the plan, is, me.
1: the plan is go to your house on Saturday, but we'll, we'll think about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: so if you want to cancel on me an hour <laughs> out, just let me know so I can kick your ass. Anyway,
1: guys, happy Fourth of July. Be safe out there. We'll see you next Thursday night. Uh, same same time, same place, same channel, 6 p.m., facebook.com slash The 7 Line. If you're listening afterwards, we appreciate it. Subscribe, leave us a rating on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. Try to join us on Thursdays live. There's always extra incentives to watch the live show, uh, but we do appreciate you listening afterwards. Like cookies. Eat some cookies. Ah, Have a good weekend. Let's go Mets. We're back next Thursday night and then off to St. Louis. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet, we are going to see Jim Brewer next Friday night, Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Pick up tickets. Meet us there. The 10 p.m. showing the next day. Patios pregame, and then we're going to be off to uh, Bush Stadium to hopefully watch the Mets win. So have a good night, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you later.